Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode six of Room Twenty Three Fifty. I'm your host, Hater Nadim. Hater Nadim, <laughs> along with my co-host Christopher McCarricker. You know, I think it's like tradition after we win something in the opening. Yeah, game. well, it's your thing, like just messing up the introduction. Chris, today uh, we have two very special guests. Yeah, yes, we do. It's awesome. just us. Yeah, I think uh, probably probably the best two guests we're gonna find on this podcast. Hundred percent. So uh, not even a question. Um, yeah. We're coming out of reading week, so, yeah. I mean, honestly, we had, like, if you look at it, we had three weeks to prepare for this episode. And we did not enough <laughs> for that, to be honest. We did absolutely nothing. But, uh, well, I, I, I reading, saw, well, anyway, I saw your message on, on Wednesday. Like, I didn't see it. I saw, I opened up Facebook, so I opened the message you asking me what the episode's about. And then I saw Wednesday, you asked me, what what's this episode going to be about? And, uh, well, I just saw that on the way here, so... This one's going to be probably about news heavy. Uh, I guess maybe we'll talk about, you know, uh, kind of what it's like to finish off a semester and go into finals. And maybe a little bit, but I think we'll be probably probably news focused. Yeah, it, like it's going to be like a it's going to be a reading week episode, you know, where things yeah. are kind of like we are on episode six. We have two more episodes for the rest of this semester. Yeah. And both of them, we have guest plan coming on those ones. So right. that should be good. But I think, you know, midway break. Yeah, just is like the. Yeah, we could use a use a easy episode. Use an easy episode. Uh, speaking of reading week, though, how was yours? Uh, mine was honestly pretty terrible. I was like, I was sick for most of it, and I was kind of suffering from like insomnia. So, on top of that, I'm in I'm kind of doing machine learning, which is like like CSE four eleven. And for those of you who aren't in it, it's not a terribly easy course. Like, there's a lot of work and a lot of math you kind of have to learn on your own, for better or worse. Um, so on top of that, it's just not something you want to do while you're just constantly sick and not sleeping. So it was kind of crap, honestly. How about yours? Uh, I'm not going to lie. Mine probably went a bit opposite. I did absolutely nothing, <laughs> oh. and I enjoyed it. My October was, like, <clears throat> really shit. There was, like, so much happening. Yeah. And then now, like, my November is really chill. Like, there's still assignments cropping up and essays due. But uh, for me, it's, like, very relaxed compared to October. Yeah. And my reading week was, like... I mean, I guess this also has to do with the way reading... For some reason, they placed reading week in November when there's, yeah, not, well, there's nothing there anyways. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why they did it. They're just like, eh, like, we don't have anything to teach right now, so... So, like, just... I mean, I just didn't make sense to me. But, like, if you look at, like... Because if you look at the winter reading week, the winter reading week is, like, peak. It's, like, when, like, things are the heaviest yeah, it's, it's and awesome. they give you a break. It's awesome, though, because, like, I feel like... It feels like you just start the semester and they're like, all right, you got a month off now. And yeah. It's like, okay, fuck, I haven't even learned anything yet. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's like, take this week off. Uh, here you go. Just, you know, take a break. I'm like, perfect. And then right now they're like, no, they cram you with everything. And in November, they're like, uh, I know you're not learning nothing, so just take the week off. Yeah. Like, all right, man, whatever you want. Yeah, I almost had an assignment, dude. They actually, the, the 411 assignment, they originally put it due in the middle of reading week. Okay, that's like... I know. And then they moved it to Sunday. That's a bit inhumane. It actually sucks, though, for, like, if you're, like, a CS student around this time, because I guess, I don't know what it is. Maybe all the instructors forget, oh, shit, we have two assignments left, and we only have one month, so let's cram them all at once. So then you end up having, like, assignment after assignment after assignment, at least for, for some classes. And it, like, probably, it, it's, at least for, depending on the year, it's the most busy month, for sure. Damn. Like, I'm doing this assignment, uh, well, we're finishing it off, it's for, like, 443 databases. And like my group just like we didn't have enough time to to work on everything like like people in my group they had to work on like four six nine and other assignments and those were all due going right up to tuesday and then it's like okay now it's due the next now this assignment's due the next day it's like fuck i have it and then i have another assignment i think due the next week after that it sucks well that's 
Not ideal. It's not. Well, I, yeah, I think that's what. I think it's not too bad in first year though. Um, I think once you start getting into it, third year it starts kind of getting hectic, especially if you're taking all those core courses like three seventy three, three six nine, uh, those kinds of ones. The end of the semester, the end of the semester can be pretty rough, because uh, I I, I kind of wish professors in CS kind of ha- kind of talk to each other a bit more about their uh, their work schedule. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, let's put three assignments here this week. Like you guys are obviously like talk to each other, so like I don't know. It kind of sucks, basically. I feel like that goes through with like every single probably, professor. Probably, yeah, probably. Because yeah. like for Rotman, I had in October I had four midterms in three days. That's ridiculous. And three of them were like actually like business related. So it's just like, how like you guys you guys definitely you don't. You know what plan they do? Soon. I bet you they all sit around and just like how how can we just screw with everyone? <laughs> how do we put them like bunch them all together? Like, you know, like wouldn't you want to do that if you were in their position? Yes, I mean, like, on it, well, I mean, like, imagine if we were both Ross, I can, I can assure you, we would make it you know, we absolutely would, miserable. We would just laugh about it. We would just be like, <laughs> "All right, you put a midterm in the morning, and I'll do it two hours later or something." <laughs> this is what this is what Steve Angles and like Karen and Francois they all do. They all like sitting together. They're all like, "Guys, let's mix it all. Like, right, this one week in October, put it all." There. You know, I don't know if we should be exposing like the senior underbelly of uh, of CS profs. Not, not yet. Yeah. Maybe Shouldn't not talk yet. about their whole little evil. We'll talk about when we graduate. Yeah. <laughs> Last episode. The, horrors, um, the the secret like the secret black market of CS Frost. The secret. <laughs> That's oh man. Um, okay, so for we didn't do um, housekeeping. There is one bit of housekeeping. So we're having elections. Actually, that's boring, by the way. So more interesting housekeeping. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, we kind of reorganized the entire CSSU group. It's way better laid out. If you like playing video games and stuff, like there's a lot, there's a lot more room. There's a lot more room to work. It's so much cleaner. It's so much cleaner. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go come check it out if you haven't. It looks really nice. That that was one of the big reading week projects I think for the CSSU. Yeah. So it's yeah. No, we did that over reading week. That took up like, shout out to David, Richard, and uh, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, like a, a lot of people helped, but those three, especially David. Uh, like they really, really put the room together, and like yeah. they went to the swap shop, got everything. David's also running for VP, so I should, I should say. Uh, so this is the official stance the CSU is taking. Uh, is uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, the CSU will be holding a by-election for president and uh, vice president. The position is open to all computer science students, any student taking at least one CS course at Saint George. So. You have to, I think, so the, if you want to, the nomination period, you have to, you have until November 23rd to put your name for nominations. And the campaigning, campaigning period is November 24th to November 30th. The election day is December 1st. Yeah. So What day of the is, week is December 1st, by the way? Pardon? What day of the week is December 1st? What day of the week? Okay, if you, don't, if you don't know, it's uh, it, It's Friday. Okay. Okay. It's Friday. That's that's the last day right before going to exams. I think actually. No, the last days before exams is December fourth. December fourth. Okay. Yeah, and okay. I know this because December fifth is my birthday. So, really? I actually I've known you for three years. I didn't know that. I mean, it's like birthdays is one of those things. Like I keep forgetting everybody's birthday. That's well, like that's, I guess that's like a we kind of live in a post Facebook society where like we know everything <laughs> about each other, so we know nothing. Like I don't know anyone's birthday. I just wait till Facebook tells me, and then I type in happy birthday. Uh, thank you, Mark. For Mr. Zuckerberg for handing out the, you know the one thing I didn't realize is that how many people you don't have their like phone numbers like I didn't realize until like I've known you for three years, 
up yeah, until like, I think like last week, I didn't have your number and I needed to call you. Yeah. And that's literally why I'm like, Chris, I need your number. And that's because we just talked through Facebook otherwise. Yeah. So that's and pretty... And I'm, I'm not even on like a good, like I'm on, uh, not wind, Freedom Mobile. Freedom Mobile. <laughs> so really like I should not be trusting their Wi-Fi connection anywhere just, to yeah. make sure I have to communicate with people. I think, I think that's all for, gen- uh, that's all for housekeeping. So we're going to go to the news. And uh, we have like a. I was thinking of like going and backtracking all the news. Yeah, sure. But there's nothing except for like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I think that's that's been talked to death that, too. You know, don't, we're, we're not gonna bring that up. We're not gonna talk about it. Yeah, don't don't do what he did. Don't do what he you did. Know, it's, you know, it goes. Don't be a dumbass. Yeah, um, basically. So we're just gonna stick with. Um, we're gonna start off with UFT news, and there's actually a big piece of UFT news. So yeah. UFT was caught. Uh, hiding hiding money in the tax haven now that's let me let me just get into it so ufd's endowment and pension funds have been found to uh, to hold investments in two offshore tax havens located in the cayman islands and where you're from chris malta malta yeah shout out to malta so um it's this is part of like the second largest like uh, document leak in history is the Paradise Papers. If you guys remember, like, even two years ago, it was the Panama, Panama yeah, Papers. Yeah, the Panama Papers. Panama Papers. So this is called the Paradise Papers. I like the name, actually. So UFT Asset Management Corporation, which manages all of UFT's $2.6 billion in endowment and $4.5 billion in pension funds, is responsible for all the decisions in the investment account offshore. Now, it should be said, this isn't illegal. It's not illegal. No, because UFT is a uh, tax exempt right so they can do whatever they want yeah with their money as long as, i mean like you can't they're not money laundering or anything they're obviously putting it it's kind of a, it's a little bit shady but it's not this really is, this is what happens when you go to rotman it's like oh it's fine it's, it's a little bit shady but it's fine <laughs> it's i mean i mean if it's not it's not illegal it's not illegal i mean i have to say it's probably the best thing that ever happened in malta that's what i'm saying <laughs> having yeah uh, according to the asset management corporations, um, their PR person, they're like, we have to diversify, like, which is like the worst thing. Like, I mean, yeah, like that's like that's basically finance stock for her. We thought you wouldn't find out. <laughs> you know, they had to. They said they diversify. Apparently, it's a. The Toronto Star said that it was a very small portion. Um, the head of the asset management corporation actually makes a lot more than the president of U of T. I didn't know this. Like apparently, all the guys at the asset management corporation level yeah. make a lot of money than all most of the faculty at U of T, which is, I mean, I guess that's a, like normal because they're handing all the money. Yeah. But like the William Moriarty, who was the head of the former head of the asset management corporation, made like a million dollars last year, even though he was retired for four months. So in eight months, he made a million dollars. <laughs> Man, <laughs> honestly, the the. ASSU and all this, they just can't get out of uh, controversy every year. It's like, we got to bring something else up. Oh, no. It's something, yeah, UFT is always, I mean, like, I guess that shout out to the CSSU for never being involved in a corruption scandal. Yeah. <laughs> always, always innocent little CSSU. Always innocent. Um, so there's nothing illegal. Uh, now, that should be said that 43% of the income that comes from the endowment actually goes towards student aid, which yeah. is a lot of money. Okay. So I don't know if you guys know how endowment works, but... The UFT, so UFT has a $2.6 billion endowment. Now, does, that does not mean that UFT gets $2.6 billion every year. It means UFT gets that money, they get to invest it, and whatever money they make off the investments, that money is tax-free, and they get to spend it okay. at UFT. So that's how endowments work. 
So you don't touch the principal amount. You just you just earn. You just use whatever the the principal amount makes. Pension right. funds work a bit differently, but that's about that. So that's that's like that's all for UFT news. There's obviously more. Not Jordan. a big deal. That's all. That's all. It's a little yeah. bit of yeah, shady stuff. So now we're gonna go and uh, talk about our favorite man, Elon Musk. So Tesla yes. just unveiled their first truck and Roadster. So because truckers love love electronics, like right? they're like, no, no, I don't want diesel anymore. We want trucks. So I mean, it's like a it's like a full blown truck, like not a pickup truck. Yeah, like a, it's like a semi. Okay, okay. So it's called a Tesla semi, and it has a range of five hundred miles on a single charge. Uh, the vehicle is uh, supposed to go into production in 2019. So in real real world speak, that means it's going to come out in like production. It's going to go in 2022. Yeah, for sure. Just add three more years to whatever Elon says. Um, I probably forget about it by then when he's trying to figure out some other crazy adventure. <laughs> this is the Tesla plane. This will come out in 2025. Like, like I was going to make a joke about like rocket powered like transportation, but he's literally doing that. <laughs> uh, there... They also unveiled the uh, revealed unveiled. They revealed the Roadster, which is set to be the fastest production car ever made. Yeah. Now the Roadster will have a range of a thousand kilometers, which is absolutely insane. I don't believe that, but if that's if that happens, that's quite impressive. One man can do it. It's Elon Musk. It's Elon. If the the zero to sixty is one point nine seconds. Damn. So that's zero to hundred kilometers. That is like. 0.6 seconds faster than the like bathroom. the next yeah. leading production vehicle, which so that's insane. How much did you say the price would be? Did you say the price of the car? Yeah, it's probably gonna be around two hundred fifty thousand. So it's yeah. not. So I know that's expensive, but in terms of when you get, you're going to like supercar territory. Those all the cars that do like two point five seconds are usually five hundred thousand dollars plus. Okay, so this is way cheaper. Yeah, the one that like actually set the like record was the Bugatti Veyron, which came out in two thousand five, which was a million dollars. You think he just does it? He's like, I don't mind losing money, I just want to screw with the car industry. I mean they are losing money. Uh but yeah, probably. A lot of it I mean like it's a future bet, right? Like do you think Tesla's gonna go anywhere? Probably not. It's probably yeah. it's gonna be stay here. They don't mind losing money for the first, I don't know, ten years. The car a company eventually has to become profitable though. Yeah. But I mean if you're like destroying other parts of the industry, eventually, you know, like it works to your benefit. But nonetheless, like if this, the roadster actually comes out and it does what he says, it's really impressive. Is that what, is that what Elon Musk calls himself? The roadster? No, that's the car. Okay. The, 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 it's called the roadster. That's a uh, terrible name. I don't, I way. don't think they're going to keep it. I think it's just called the roadster for now. Yeah. It's a terrible, terrible it's a shit name. name. Uh, like if I'm spending $250 on a car, I don't want it to be called the roadster. <laughs> that sounds like, that sounds like a, that sounds like a character like that races in a high school like drama movie. What's what's this called? The Tesla Flash. Like yeah, <laughs> that's a way better day though. It has uh, little, like, like like lightning on it or something. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a lightning paint job on your car. Uh, so the Roadster will be available in twenty twenty, which actually means twenty twenty five. Yeah. They did, he did comment on the Model Three. He said the car's in production hell. Uh, so they were supposed shocker. to make shocker. They were supposed to make fifteen hundred Model Threes in like the third quarter of uh. Yeah, 2017. They only made 260, which is like under how, 20%. How can a man who can't get a car car out on time think he's actually going to get on Mars at on time? That's yeah. I mean, I mean, at this point, you just have to factor in plus three yeah, years the must, on the must whatever. Factor. The Musk factor, like whatever he says, just add three years onto it. Like the Model yeah. X was delayed three years. The Model Three is going to be delayed like at least two years. Yeah. All these other things are going to be delayed, probably three four years. So. 
I wonder if like wife is like wife tells him I'm pregnant. It's like last three years of delay. <laughs> it's a development hell. <laughs> oh man. So next bit of news. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have heard about this, but uh, Star Wars Battlefront True. Wow, you you really butchered that right there. Yeah, it's Star Wars Battlefront Two. Uh, so if you guys know, a new Star Wars game came out this week. Basically, uh, EA, the guys who made it, uh, Electronic Arts, sorry, the guys who publish it, they put a loot crate system, and basically what that means is that you put real money. It's it's gambling. And it, and it, yeah, and you gamble. It's to, gambling, but like unlike real gambling, you get. No real money out of it. You get no real money. Even if you win. You spend money and then you get... Memes. You get, like, yeah, you get, like, a skin or something. You get, like, a scope for your gun in the video game. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> it's gambling for nothing. It's kind of like CSGO. I mean, except, like, this, you can't even monetize this. At least in CSGO you could have. But nonetheless, in this game, when... So usually loot crates have been around for a while. Like, you know, Overwatch does it, everything. Yeah. But usually it's done for skins. So it doesn't affect in-game, like... You know, like what happens actually in game. Like, yeah. You know, to, to add on to this, this game's like a it's called a player versus player game. So, you know, if me and Hater are playing, we're all to be on the same team, shooting other real players, or we'll be shooting each other. Yeah. So, but this time behind the loot crate system is stuff that affects the in-game like balance. Yeah. So, like, if I put like a hundred dollars into my game, you'll just beat me. I'll just beat you because I'm like I have better stuff than yeah. you. So. This caused an absolute, like, meltdown on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, the only the only thing Reddit has ever cared about for longer than twenty four hours. I want to point out this is a controversy that they've been able to keep up for almost a week now. Almost a week. Um, so they have the most downvoted comment in like Reddit history, and it's I believe around like as of yesterday. I'm gonna assume by now it's negative seven hundred thousand. Yeah. So for reference, it's thirty five times higher than the second most downvoted comment. Which the second most downloaded comment was asking for downvotes. So, like, I just think, like, negative 700,000. Like, is that, like, even the most upvoted comment of all time? The most upvoted comment has less than 200,000 upvotes. So, no, it's not. So, it's not even close. Not even close. Um, yeah, uh, so what they said, somebody asked, it's like, why, why is this happening? And they said they wanted. Why does it take 40 hours to unlock these characters? So you can unlock stuff in-game. It just takes forever. Yeah, for, that's what I like. I like when I get home to just kind of relax and then do my little second job of unlocking Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, so to unlock Darth Vader, like, it takes 40 hours. So this guy complained, and the, the EA reps were like, we wanted you to feel a sense of pride and accomplishment to unlock these characters. Yeah. And that, that was the comment that essentially, like, got them, like, absolutely. Demolished. Like net neutrality? Nah, I don't care. Oh, like, you know, rape allegations against your favorite, you know, your favorite artist? Nah, we'll forget it in 24 hours. Sense of pride and accomplishment? Oh, <laughs> that is... you've stepped too far <laughs> in a video <laughs> game? Um, so someone calculated that the time to unlock everything game comes up to 4528 hours or $2,100. So, I mean, the thing is, like, if this was a mobile game, that's fine. But the thing is... I mean, no, like, wait, wait. That's still not, like... I mean, okay. it's not fine. It's, like, annoying as hell. But, like, I mean, I'm not paying anything for the mobile yeah, game. Yeah, so it's hard to complain. I yeah. Think. This game is, like, $60 US like or, like, $80 Canadian. And like, honestly, games are... Canadian. Yeah. It's really expensive here. So, like, you're spending $100 on a game, and then you have to, like, just, like spend a shit ton of more money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Just to, like, actually play the game. I was going to buy this game, but, like, I knew from, like, a mile away that it's going to be like this. So yeah. I kind of stopped... I stepped away from it. 
but it's good to see that well they took so they took away everything they're like we're not doing microtransactions for now so we'll see i think they're gonna bring bring it back they're gonna bring it back for sure but like honestly this game is gonna be a massive hit you know if you don't know ea has been voted like three or four times in the past 10 years the most hated company in america and they're doing amazing so yeah you know they're probably gonna win this one too the first battlefield so sorry battlefront not battlefield battlefront one that came out two years ago yeah shipped 15 million copies within a month that's crazy that's insane yeah um yeah there's also call of duty but we're not talking about we're not five games it's yeah. not a game podcast it's not a game podcast um so do you know about full screen chris no. have you heard of full screen i mean i, I full screen applications i don't know okay. what it is so full screen was a youtube red rival now just okay. uh, so you know that you this thing like I don't know anyone who uses YouTube Red, by the way. Yes. So, no, you know, no one who uses YouTube Red, and I have no clue what full screen is. Yeah. So, so this BBC article said it's a rival. Clearly not. Honestly, what is YouTube Red? Like, what do you get out of it? You pay money to the, the, and you get special. It's like Patreon, except on YouTube. Why don't I just use Patreon? Patreon is, you know. Because, because YouTube. I don't know. I'm pretty sure YouTube uh, content makers, they get better returns i'm not sure i can't Maybe, comment yeah. it's possible nonetheless that's what it is uh but so full screen which is like a youtube rival is gonna close on january man I didn't hear about them and i'm you know not sad to hear that never ever heard about this. i think that was I, like the one i think they, they must have paid bbc to write an article about <laughs> how they're knocking around <laughs> like, we're closing so they call themselves an online talent management firm uh that's gibberish yeah so the service promised to produce higher quality programs featuring popular YouTube and social media stars. So it's closing in January. It started in April 2016, and it featured British comedians such as Jack Howard and Dean Dobbins. And I'm like, who the hell are these people? My favorite comedians right and, there. And U.S. vlogger Sean, Shane, Shane Dawson. And I'm like, who the hell is, is that Shane that Dawson? Guy? No, it's Smosh. So uh, guy from Smosh, and I was always wondered what happened to Smosh, and now I know they went to full screen and they died. That's a mistake. So, yeah, that was, that was uh, that's the news. They're gonna have to do the walk of shame back to YouTube now, eh? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Smosh. I remember Smosh was huge back in like what? That's because we had nothing else to watch. We were kids, and there was literally nothing on the internet. Yeah. It's like Smosh, haha, Pokemon, or something. There was also I Ryan Higa. Never- remember College Humor? You remember College Streamer? That, that was the only site to go on back then. Back then. Back in the day. Oh, man. It okay. sucks, though. So, um, that's the news. So, in terms of topic of the show. I mean, we kind of went over it. Just uh, well, We went over a reading week. Uh, we kind of just want to talk about a little bit about what it's like kind of finishing the semester. I guess going into finals week. Yeah. From two different perspectives. You know, I, I was kind of talking about... For CS, depending on the year, it can be pretty rough going into it because uh, you could just get stacked and stacked with uh, with assignments. You said that's usually not the case, I think, for Rotman. I, I think for Arts, they're, they're probably a bit better on it. But I don't know. Sometimes people are just right at the end of the year just kind of cramming all these essays and stuff. For for Arts and Science, yeah, definitely. Like, all my, like, for those of you who don't know, I'm, like, doing a religion minor. Yeah. But uh, so those of, those classes usually do have essays due sometime late November early December and then have like a weird test sometime around that seat that around that time as well. Uh, we, now with that being said for Rotman, like, I don't know, like at least for CS, it seems that you guys have like, like big assignments for each class, multiple, either one or two of them. Yeah. 
and that takes up like the big chunks of your grade. For Robin, what we have is usually a 40% final. Uh, we also have those, by the way. Yeah, 40, it's great, perfect. So 40% final, and then a 35% in midterm. Okay, okay, that covers most of the course. Then. That covers most of the course, right? So you're like 75% done. The other 25%, either one of them's an assignment, so one of them's a, like, then some one of them's a quiz, and then yeah. like 5% participation marks or something like that. Okay. So that's usually like the fluctuation we have. So that doesn't mean, so we don't really have, mid-October, you'll see ramen kids crying because they have so many midterms that are worth 35%. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. And it just like, I, like it's like, it's like, you know, like, you're 30, final. Yeah, it's a final. So you're, you're, they're, they're stressed about that. So that's what you like hover around. But then as soon as that's done, you have like small things, but nothing really due. So for me right now, November is like, I have like a few assignments due. I know I have to probably get them started soon, but it's not, it's not as bad as for you guys. So going into like finals month, it's not that bad for us. Yeah, that's fair. One thing I just wish is I feel like for the first month always there's just nothing ever, and then sorry, the last month or the or especially midterm season there's just so much. Just give us give us some stuff in September. Mid, like we're yeah. not doing anything for a month. Mid, the thing is, I don't think you can make midterms. Around not not midterms, but, but I mean for for CS like we have usually two two at least two assignments for per class a year. A year. Yeah. Uh, maybe make it make one of them in September. Make one of them do October first. Make one of them do September twentieth. Yeah, probably, like, it just, I don't know, I feel like, yeah, again, like, these guys collaborate together. To well, make, hopefully they do. Yeah, to make life miserable for yeah. us. But, um, that's that. Uh, so, I think in terms of topic of the show, we I think we, discuss, we discussed this, like, ten minutes before we started recording. Yeah. We're just gonna go through Reddit. Right. And then go through, maybe for, like, ten, twenty minutes, and then see what's there. Sure. So, first thing, I just went to, I just, I'm, not, I'm on world news, I just sorted by hot. Uh, so, the Nigerian bobsled, bobsled team is heading to 2018 Winter Olympics after raising 75000 through GoFundMe. Right, I heard about this. That's kind of cool, I guess. It's kind of like there's that movie. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. But it actually happened, I know that. This is, like, I think, the second time they've, like, the a Nigerian bobsled team's ever gone to the Olympics. But, but, but like, but where would you practice bobsledding in Nigeria? Like, is it... I'm assuming you need ice. Do they, like... I don't know. Can't you can't you go to, a, like, an arena or something? Like, can't... Are there, it's, like, it's true. I, I feel like they wouldn't... That, you need a pretty specialized thing for that, though. Yeah. My, my, my I'm, like, I'm actually, like, really confused question. as to, like, where do you guys... Like, Maybe I mean, fly I'm sure there's an arena somewhere. But yeah, how do you like get into that? But uh, yeah, like how does it naturally occur? Like you know, like running, cycling, these are things that exist everywhere in the anywhere, world. Yeah. Bobsledding, like I can't imagine, like you know, like one day some like guy from Zimbabwe is like, I'm gonna strike snowboarding. I'm like, there's but, no? like I like yeah, I guess you could visualize it, and that's about it. Like it's true. What do you? How do you practice for that? Yeah, it's just well, maybe that movie has answers about how they practice. Which movie? There's a movie about like this is the second time. Uh, like a Nigerian team, I think it's ever gone. There was a movie called oh, I can't remember called like called, like Cold Snap or something. It's about the first Nigerian bobsled team to ever go to the Olympics. It's like a real story. Okay. So I don't know. I haven't seen it, but maybe they go for it. Fair. I mean, it's kind of a cool story to be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it is a cool story. Um, you know, I don't find like they're honestly in terms of movies that are like informative and good. There just aren't too many. Like I recently watched um, Hidden Number, Hidden Figures. Yeah, which is about like uh, three African American women that, that were that were in NASA, I think, in like the fifties. Yeah, 
And like one of them like literally by hand calculated like next level shit for I NASA. can't I can't barely do like Yeah, I you know, like I'm throwing time to my like accounting, I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. But like like one of them like it's like a really good movie, but like movies like that just don't exist. So I'm like I mean not I don't see them too often. I watched Thor Ragnarok. Which it's is not like I mean it's not it's not a it's not a movie, it's like a documentary, but I, I keep oh, it's a documentary. I keep recommending this. No, 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 not what I'm talking about. But I keep recommending this. I'm about to name it. Okay. It's called Icarus and it's kind of about like uh, doping scandals in the Olympics and it's just I don't want to spoil anything, but if you want a really good documentary, check it out. It's amazing. Goes for you too, hater. Watch it. Okay. So, let's see. More Trump. Baby boomers. Boring stuff. Uh, biggest pile of money on the planet. What? The Norwegian government advised to divest its sovereign wealth fund in all this. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Nor- Norway has a lot of money in uh, gas and oil, so apparently somebody's saying stop it. Yeah. But that's not real. Okay. Norway's richest woman given a $30,000 fine. For drunk driving is that like is that a lot in norway is that a lot for the thirty thousand us dollars? is that a lot for like one of the richest women in norway is that not a lot i think it's like a decent amount like okay let's put it in this way suppose you got like you got fined right for yeah drunk driving the fine's probably going to be like 150 dollars okay that's, is that that's not that's like i mean like that's not a trivial amount of money but for something like drunk driving, I think if I was a drunk driver, you should get more. I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, oh, it's only one fifty, like. Yeah, like yeah, for drunk driving, I guess that's not a lot, but like yeah, I think in terms of fines, go. But I mean, I mean, deterrent tends to not work anyway. Like, if you read about just over the years, just having high, having you have high fines as an idea to 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 deter, deter people. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure deterrent laws tend to not work that well. Just because you have a high fine for something doesn't mean people aren't going to do it. Basically, if someone's already going to drink. Like drink drive or whatever they're gonna do it they're just like 150 bucks isn't gonna stop them. well i think in canada you just go to jail that makes way more sense to me anyway yeah so i don't know so she got the thirty thousand dollar fine so did you lose your license for that because you should at least you sh- i'm pretty 90 percent sure she probably lost her license but she's rich so you don't know yeah uh I actually i'm gonna open up the article but um yeah this is interesting because i didn't norway is one of those countries that does this wow she's very pretty um she's 22 years old how is she She's 22 years and she's a billionaire. She must be a daughter of a billionaire. Billionaire. Did she, did she like, wow, that's really, she's $1.23 billion. So $30,000 means absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. That, that That is chump change for her. Yeah. Um, so she, she's my age. She's, why is she worth $1.23 billion? Well, okay. it's because we're doing like a silly little podcast <laughs> and she's out there making money. She's out there making money. Like, it, like isn't she pretty? I mean, I guess so. Yeah, God damn it, Chris. Nonetheless, uh, yeah, in Norway, the way fines work is it de- it depends on how rich you are. Yeah. So if you make like, like I don't know, like two hundred thousand dollars, you're gonna get a bigger fine than somebody who makes like seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean that that makes perfect sense for you, but I guess they have a cutoff because there's no way thirty like if thirty thousand dollars for a billionaire, it's like, Chub-chub. oh no, you drank you drank a drive and you're like a poorer person, twenty cents. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would have made it like. If I was to call me like, let's go something ridiculous, like a one million dollars, like yeah, make it even that wouldn't be like I, I 30, mean th- that would be million. enough. Thirty million. No, that's insane. I don't think Could she has thirty insane. million dollars in cash. Oh no, for her. <laughs> Feel so bad for her. Feel so bad. Uh, she was banned from driving for thirteen months. Yeah. So wow, she surely got a hard eleven months. Okay, so her father gave her forty-two percent 
in a family-owned investment company. And so she's the world's second youngest billionaire. Yeah, so the... Poor, poor girl, man. $30,000 and uh, in a year without driving? How's she going to recover? Oh, ever. It was... The penalty could have been $4.9 million. Okay. But she's rich, But they so have not. not yielded enough dividend yet. And <laughs> she has no fixed income. What? Oh, my God. This is... Okay. So she just got off. She was going to get a $5 million fine. Yeah. Which would have been like, yes. No, it's much more reasonable. That's yeah. much more reasonable for her. But, like, I, I guess she has really good lawyers. Um, on to the other news. That's... What a weird story. NATO has fired a military officer who you that's boring why is norway in the news okay so the u.s was slammed wait, wait, let's go back to this actually then nato Ta- talking about well it's not nato i'm just thinking of the u.n now okay going back to your topic about interesting documentaries or not documentaries interesting movies about real things there's yeah. one called shake hands with the devil this oh it's a canadian movie yeah. actually it's a movie i thought it was a book i mean it was a book but they, okay. made, they made it into a movie and um <clears throat> it's about like the un's uh the un officers kind of actions during the Rwanda genocide and I think it was like a Canadian sergeant like that's the main character of the movie so the, the guy who's leading the uh, the UN troops yeah it's in, about, it's in about, Rwanda was a Canadian yeah and it's about his story about trying to save people during the Rwandan genocide and it's an awesome movie it's super interesting if you care about kind of more contemporary Canadian history check it out it's if, a really good movie if you want to watch a movie that is like kind of um, I mean I guess it's like kind of like dramatized yeah but it's still a good movie. Hotel Rwanda. I haven't seen that one, but I've heard it's good things. Oh, no. It's like a really good I mean, it's sad. Well, I mean, the whole... Rwanda, it's called the Rwanda Genocide. Yeah, like... You know? So if you guys don't know, it's maybe a bit graphic, but like a million people were killed in yeah. like a month. Yeah. In like one month. And it was the Tutsi and the... The Hutu, I think. The Hutu. I built Something... I, I, one of them is Tutsi for sure, but I'm sure the other one's like Hutu. But uh, they had beef... Because of uh, Belgium, once they left, they left one of them in power. And it basically was like an absolutely grotesque genocide. Um, the yeah. the UN did absolutely nothing, just FYI. Yep. Uh, they basically got all the expects out. They're like, oh, we need to evacuate the French. We need to evacuate all the foreigners that are here. And they're like, what about the people who are getting killed? They're like, uh, they could stay. Yeah. Uh, and they couldn't fire because UN, basically the way UN military rules work. Is you need to be fired upon. You need to be fired upon to fire. Yeah. So it's like, I'd say it's probably one of the biggest failures I think society has had. For like, sure. Like, like, I mean, like you literally were there and you I, did nothing well, I mean, the whole, them. Going right back to like, right up to the whole like colonialism kind of like messing up like the, the local borders. Yeah. So it's not, it was, a, it's sad, but uh, really informative. It is. Yeah. And uh, I think like the guy, like the UN commander, he wanted, he, the Canadian wanted to do something, but he just couldn't. Yeah. No, so he, he had like severe depression after yeah. that for, and I don't blame him, but I mean, he didn't, it wasn't his fault. You know? Yeah. That's hence shaking hands with the devil. So moving out of that. So the U.S. used <laughs> At a climate talk, you brought up coal. They had yeah. a coal. They coal. I, I read about this. So, so <laughs> at the climate summit, they their only the U.S.'s only panel was about clean coal. I, I believe. <laughs> clean coal. What does that even? What is it? Clean coal. Do you know what clean coal is? No. So basically, the way <laughs> the way it works is this: they just mine coal differently. <laughs> Great. You know, and it's clean now. The environment saved. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> 
So they brought it up. Somebody described it as you're promoting tobacco at a cancer summit. And it, yeah, that's a great analogy. I, I just walk up, just like a cancer, like a uh, group therapy. I'm like, anybody want some smokes? <laughs> oh man. Uh, France has offered to pay the American share in funding climate change efforts. Wow. Yeah. France is a lot of money. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if that's true. I mean, maybe they do. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe just stuff that looks good. Maybe they just want to do something good. Yeah. Maybe they just want to look good from a world power perspective. Yeah. I mean, is France considered a world power, actually? Pardon? Is France considered a world power? Yeah. I mean, they have veto power in the UN. Oh, they're one of the big seven, I think. They're big seven. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like Russia, China, the United Kingdom, the US. It was all the big powers, actually, from World War II. Yeah, but but Germany's not one of them. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Not surprising, but... uh, yeah, it's like France, England, two or three other countries. I forgot who, I forgot, I think, yeah, I'm not sure who the other countries are. Japan. Japan's actually one of them? I, no, I, no, actually, no. I don't think Japan's one of them. I, I'm, yeah, I don't think they, if they wouldn't make Germany one of the big seven, I, I doubt they would have made Japan. Yeah, for the same reason. That, fair. Um, but yeah, no, France is, I'd say they're a global power to a certain degree. Yeah. So Germany has replaced the United States as the country with the best international image with, What? How how did the know, U.S. ever have yeah, this? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that was the surprising part of the story there. The U.S. Like, used to be unless the United States like voted themselves in. When was the U.S. ever like had a better image than Canada? The National Brands Index. Uh, the, the story found that German Germany's economic motor driving to positive image. How did the U.S. ever have this? Oh, so in t- 2016, they uh, the U.S. actually had a ridiculously high rank. They were first. Okay. Wow. Germany was second. Uh, Where's Canada? Is Canada even on there? We are. Where are we? So, Canada right now is fourth. Who was about? Who's third? Then? Germany. It's Fran- why is France there? France was really low last year, but I after I guess Macron won, it went boosted. Up. Um, I wonder why the U.S. is down now. The U.K. is literally exactly the same. Germ. The U.S. has dropped by more than half. Yeah. Italy has dropped. Switzerland. So Sweden, the U.S. Australia. second now. No, the U.S. is behind Japan. They're sixth. Oh, damn. Yeah. I, but, like, yeah, why was the U.S. first? Like, what are they... I don't know. I, uh, I guess in terms of literal power, sure. I yeah. mean, if you think about, like, last year, like, did people really hate the U.S. government that much? Like, there's no, Obama... but, like, I mean, like, is it about the government or is it about just living there? Like, what you think no, about No, no, it's like? reputation. Reputation. Not living standards. There's no way the U.S. But would what, ever be... what reputation... Did, like, the U.S., I'm not saying they had a bad reputation. I mean, I know half the world hated them. <laughs> Always, so I actually don't. I kind of confused. I don't. Maybe it's, I don't know. That's a good question. But now they're not. Now they're six. They yeah. dropped from first to sixth. Um, Still pretty high, actually. Yeah. So at least fifteen states join a global alliance to phase out coal by twenty thirty. Wow, well, we're gonna move back to clean coal as said at the climate summit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fifteen states. So, so I'm assuming that's got to be U.S. states, right? Or is it just like countries? No, countries. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Britain, Canada, Denmark, Italy, France. A bunch of uh, all the important countries except for the United States has said they want to move out. Uh, they want to move out coal. China, U.S., Germany, and Russia have not signed up. Okay. I'm surprised Germany's on that list, but that's that. Um... Uh, see what else Russian ambassador says he won't name all of Trump's officials he's met with 
met with the list is so long <laughs> why is this still a thing actually you know going back to this did you hear about um i think i think the cia released osama bin laden's um like what, what the contents of his uh computer were apparently he's like a big naruto fan <laughs> He's a weeb. Swear to God, he, he he apparently had Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> no, yeah. you're are you serious? That's, that's yeah, that's what the reports say at least. Wow. Charlie bit my finger. Downloaded, and some like weird nine eleven truther documentary. Salman <laughs> <laughs> was actually just a neckbeard. <laughs> I like he's like he did it, and he's like, I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe I'm that smart. He's like sitting there, he's like, nah, that couldn't have been me. <laughs> oh, man. Um, this is all... Man, there's so much political news. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's why, like, I used to go on World News a lot. I don't know, it's too... It gets too depressing sometimes. It is really depressing. Okay, so here's some good news. Uh, well, it doesn't start off good. There was an earthquake in Iran, and uh, Iranian weightlifting champion has uh, auctioned his uh, Olympic gold medal to raise money cool for the thing and, yeah, it, yeah. and he says it's uh because it belongs to my people that's that's a, actually a nice comment yeah some good stuff there uh so apparently okay so back to more u.s news the u.s is developing a brand a ground-based cruise missile which was banned in the cold war treaty <laughs> do you ever just notice all the u.s news locally is just like like recently is just stupid like <laughs> it, no it, i mean it's been like this for like it's not even interest like it's it's almost not even interesting it's just stupid like it's not even like that's horrible it's just wow that's really stupid <laughs> they uh, honestly like they just love building new and new weapons yeah more cia stuff uh, a plane and a helicopter collided midair in the united kingdom yeah that did not how is that possible i yeah that's i'm really there's a lot of space they, <laughs> like, like you have to plan that <laughs> honestly it's like when like i've never really heard stories of plane cl- planes colliding because it doesn't happen yeah it's just like have you ever played like a video game and you've ever tried to hit someone in the plane because it's way easier to control a plane in a video game yeah that's true own. i still can't do it yeah <laughs> this is you you definitely bring up a, a good point there um yeah that with a helicopter as well jesus it's impressive. Uh, hundreds join gay pride parade in India. Oh, I heard, of, yeah, I heard about this. Where gay sex is still illegal. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. World's richest 1% have as much wealth as the bottom 50%, which I think has increased. You know what? I, I it was 47% a few years can ago. Can I be honest? I read that and I thought, oh, I thought it'd be higher. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> like, the world's richest <clears throat> 1%. I think, like, honestly, most of the people who are, like, listening to this podcast probably fall into that. World's richest Yeah, I guess, I guess that's possible. Like, just, if you just look at the demographics of, like, Canada, we're, we're up there. 30 million people, we're not, we're, like, less than 1% of the world's population. Yeah. So, honestly, if the last time I checked, it doesn't take a lot to be on there. You have to have more than, like, $800,000 in assets. Okay. So, which, I'll if you have a house in, like, Toronto or you have a house in Misaga, you're there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> You're easily one. You're if you, you make if you have a if you have a shack in Toronto. <laughs> you're there. You own a do you own a closet, buddy? Congratulations, top one percent. You made it. Um, let's say. Uh, oh yes. So the Philippines president. I don't want to say his name. Do do. I don't know. Do Reddit. Do do Reddit. I don't think it's do Reddit. Do Reddit. 
Durrett, he told uh, Trudeau to lay off the bullshit uh, after he, he, Trudeau criticized them about uh, the deadly war on drugs. It's because he said he wanted to host like a human rights, he wanted to be like a leader of human rights or something in the world. Yeah, which is hilarious. I mean, yeah. it's just... I love how he eventually... Do you remember when he talked shit about Obama? What'd he say? I forgot what he said. He kind of insulted Obama. And then uh, I think the US kind of like... Not like aggroed, but kind of said, "Do you want to like say that again?" And then, and then immediately, like the the guy was like, "Well, I didn't mean it like that." <laughs> it was like, "Yeah, I mean, like, I would I would step carefully if I were you." Yeah. Uh, so let's see. <laughs> Russia tried to use computer game footage to prove that the United States is helping ISIS. You know what? I want, <laughs> want to, I want to go back to this. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen it. There's like a North North Korean um, anti. Uh, U.S. propaganda video, and they talk about something about Oblivion. But if you don't know, like the the, the prequel to Skyrim is called Oblivion, and they actually used the soundtrack to Oblivion <laughs> in the North Korean propaganda video. So must watch. Go go Google that if you haven't and you've, you've played the game. <laughs> That's North Korea is like one of those countries where I'm like, am I ever gonna see it like toppled in like my lifetime? I think maybe. I mean, because. Uh, I think China, like Chinese and North Korean relations, are kind of straining pretty recently, and, and that's that's North Korea's most valuable ally. Yeah, yeah. I, my biggest thing with like the thing is like, uh, like if there's supposed to was a war to break out, the people who would suffer the most are like South Koreans. Oh, for sure. Which like sucks because like you know, being at least being at UFT, I've like uh, met a lot of people. Really nice people. You know, I in saying that, I think it's easy to forget, but also North Koreans would also heavily. Yeah, you know, but like he, he, like citizens aren't their country. Right? They're already being suffered, like uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. So uh, I was actually doing an essay about this, but um, not about North Korea, but just about the the topic around it. There are two hundred thousand people in prison in North Korea, and yeah. so some of them are like in prison for life, and those of them who are, they have to like share like one wash, like one washroom per two hundred people. They get no blankets, even though it's like minus twenty five. I guess it's not cold in North Korea. Yeah, North Korea is pretty high. Like, if you look at like where it is, it's pretty like it's pretty close to Russia. It's north. Oh yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure if you were like to draw a horizontal line, I'm pretty sure they'll get to Toronto level. Maybe it's okay. kind of a bit okay. higher. Fair. Right. So, um, yeah, it's it sucks, but um, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, I'm gonna do this last bit of news, and then. Then I think we'll call it a day. This is good because I saw so I saw the video. Okay. And I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. What was it? So in Zimbabwe. Okay. <laughs> apparently somebody said there was a military coup, but. and and then the military shows up to like to like the the this like the national news like uh, office. Yeah. Goes on there and says there's no coup happening. <laughs> And there was a coup happening. There was. <laughs> there was. <laughs> That's what I would say too, no? And it just, it, it's absolutely phenomenal because these guys in uniform yeah. were like sitting down as like a commander chief. Look, there is no coup. Like, look, I know we have guns on right now. It we're was, not doing anything. Yeah. No, it was, I was, I laughed. Just roll, roll up to the, to the news crew in like a tank. Look, we're not doing anything. We're not doing, no, it's. It's our day off. Yeah, so they're just going around. They're like, uh, we're only targeting criminals around uh, the the city who are who are committing crimes and economic suffering and stuff like that. Isn't that what you call? Isn't that what you would say in a coup though? Like, oh, the like the 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 governments, the criminals. Yeah, the go- <laughs> governments are stealing things. 
But uh, yeah, that I saw that was hilarious. But uh, apart from other news, I think we should call it a day. Yeah, let's let's, let's wrap it's it. It's more up. of a chill episode. Yeah. But uh, and I think we're we'll next week we're getting on gas, and then the week after that. Yeah, not next next episode probably should have said this at the beginning, but next episode will it'll be back on track. We just kind of needed a a relaxer. A relaxer. Yeah. All right. So uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we will see you on the next episode. Till there, take care. T- t- till then, take care. Yeah, very good. <laughs>